YouTube. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Salty Show. I'm your co-host, Timmy, two times in the house, freezing his ass off in Pittsburgh, PA. What's going on, everybody? Hey, everybody. This is Jeremy, and welcome to our world. Wait, am I a... Am I a co-host? You are here, co-host. I've been I've been cutting myself short of my credit. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Salty Show, a show where we talk about everything uh, from politics to pop culture and everything in between. I'm your host, Salty Saul. <laughs> Fellas in in Pittsburgh, that brings you guys out here. The black and yellow, black and yellow. I, you know, we uh, we took that river tour, and I learned yes. something interesting. Why everything in Pittsburgh, sports teams, all that stuff is black and yellow. I oh. did not know. That. Oh, really? And why is that? It's based off of the coat of arms for Pitt. Was it William Pitt? Yeah. I think, the guy who yeah. was running the fort here, basically, back in the 1700s. The colonizer. The, the colonizer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, basically the reason why everything, well, not everything, but a lot of things in Pittsburgh are black and yellow is because that's... The I think the majority of, of, their, of their teams are... Black and yellow. Yeah, right? yeah, all of them are. Yeah, that's yeah. like their thing. I mean, the Penguins, the Steelers. <clears throat> I mean, University of Pitt is blue and gold. Um, that's true. I don't know what other... Oh, Pirates are black and gold. Pirates, Penguins. And Steelers. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Well, I'm glad you guys are in town for a change. Uh, well, we, we're, not we, the, we're not the one that ran away. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Somebody, we've been, somebody we, left to, to go get a job. Yeah, I know how many baby mamas you have there, but geez. Calm down. You're run halfway across the country? <laughs> all the way across the country? No, I was telling you guys, the um, you guys brought the the sun with you because we, we got a, a, an unseasonably warm... Couple of days. Uh, a couple of days here and then and today i think uh what saturday is the first time you guys are uh well uh, you, you're familiar with this weather but this is like what it is a lot of the time just raining okay. miserable this is why people from the See, east coast are miserable people i i grew up in phoenix man it it was sunshine 93 percent of the time i like clouds i like this weather the that rain that's almost like a mist. Stay right? here it's for two like, weeks. Really Stay well, we here had for this... two weeks and you'll be miserable. <laughs> you'll be miserable beyond belief. You know, okay, no. So hold on. I, I always tell people, because when I moved out here, everybody, uh, I, you know, people ask me, well, where are you from? I'm, Arizona. I'm like, why would you come out here? <laughs> it, sure. It's it's what you're used to, right? Yeah. In Phoenix, I'm sure lots of people come to Phoenix and go, oh my God, it's great. You have sun. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm tired of sun and cactus. I get it all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm done, you know? Totally understand, but you know what? Every time I come back to New, you know New York or now fucking place uh, called Pittsburgh, uh, the gray sky, the miserable, it just makes you so depressed. You're just a miserable. He's person. just a ray of sunshine. Is he? Uh, is he? I'm glass half full all the time. Pull up, yeah. Pull up, yeah. Unfortunately, you're gonna have to because. All right, so so I have. Let me let me see. I've yeah, usually every now and then I'll save things that we could talk about because do you guys want to talk about the Israeli thing? I'm kind of all right. Um, but you did bring up something that that I I was like that that would actually be a good conversation to have. All right. Uh, the the question about abolishing tipping. Oh yes. Is is that is that now? Um, remember how I told you I saw I saw this thing that about the it was it was a YouTube video about this guy who was saying hey. Tipping comes from it's it's racist yeah it's a it's a it's race everything's racist racist. right so yeah it has racist origins 
And I think, well, let's watch the video and we can react on it. We right. won't watch it all, but I think it's worth uh, talking about. And this is a great conversation in this timeless because it's one of those that, I mean, we are moving away from, I think, a, a tipping culture. We'll see. We'll see. You, I mean, they, they, put, they, they put the percentages on every single bill. In oh, yeah. So. Today at lunch, yeah. they, they do like the 18%, the 20%, the 25%. And not only does it tell you how much to put on the tip line, right? So if you buy a, let's just say you buy something for $10, right? A 20% tip is $2. It Not only does it say 20% is $2 tip, it also tells you if you tipped that $2, your total is now $12. So you don't have to do the math with the... You know, your bill is twenty nine thirty three, and your tip is, you know, the 20% tip is $5.93, right? You're not doing all that math, especially yeah. when you're drinking. <laughs> well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, right? Because before we play the video, yeah. because this is something that's always got to, I've always been a good tipper, right? But now here's the problem, right? When you go out for drinks and you're just going out for drinks, this 25% of, oh, you got to tip $10 on a $50, dude, you served me a drink. You didn't prepare my food. You didn't. Do, you poured a drink and you did it. That's a completely different tipping scale than food, in my opinion. Right? If I order a beer and I give you two so, bucks, that's so you a really would good say fucking, that's for a good tip. for bartenders, you you're like no, the the twenty percent is too much for like a bartender, but more for a food waiter. Yeah, but al- to me, alcohol has a different scale of tip, right? Because you're pouring me, you're, you're pouring a kettle club soda. You're not sure. mixology. You know, yeah. you're not doing mixology <laughs> where you're throwing the glass yeah. around and everything. It's a different scale, right? right? You know, pop it. I agree because I remember years ago I went to this nightclub. You went to a nightclub? Yeah, it was wow. way way early. You might have a my, problem in my career, maybe. <laughs> and there were they, they had the the beer tubs, right? That's just yeah. that big metal yeah. cow yeah, trough yeah. or whatever, and they fill it with ice and and bottle. So they had girls back there, and this was how long ago it was? It was like three dollars for a, a bottle, right? So oh, I, I, I'm sure you're nowhere near that anymore. Nah. But you would give her three dollars, and she would pop the top off, and you would tip her. It's like she reached into the metal thing in front of her. I could have did that myself. <laughs> took the the cap off of it and handed it to you. Right. Is that is that worth? Well, but that's why I say if you give a dollar for that beer, that's a good like that's a normal like to me like right. even people in New York like a back in the day drink. like yeah you know it was always uh, either a dollar two dollars a beer but if you knew the bartender right because we used to go to the bar we used to put it each put twenty dollars down right for twenty dollars we would drink goddamn for you know <laughs> you know we we drink probably three hundred dollars worth for twenty dollars yeah. Right. But then we'd all put our money together. Here you go. And plus your tip. Right. We'd always tip more for that because you're getting something. You know, you're, you're hooking the guy up because he hooked you up. But if you're just going to like Scottsdale or something like that, I don't know you. You know what I mean? I give you a fair tip, but, you know, I'm, I tip differently for alcohol than I do. F- if I just drink okay. alcohol, I tip differently than. All right, but, food. but let's think about it this way. Right. Because <clears throat> let's let's say for, for the people who do, who get paid a minimum or below minimum wage, right? What, so what it was three dollars, whatever it is. You that, chose that profession. Okay, well, just hear me out. <laughs> so for those people who you know, I mean, the the obviously the cost of things is kind of offset, right? Because mm-hmm. and and then who is to blame for this? Is it the government? Is it the business owner? Is it the consumer who's willing to pay the higher prices and we just put up with it? But for me, it's like, okay, if the waitresses or the waiter bartender isn't getting that tip, then that means that the manager is going to have to start paying them a, a livable wage, right? Or else they're not going to be able to, to uh, keep Continue retain anything. Okay. So then, but then the, the manager, if he raises, you know, their, their salary, he's going to have the cost of food and everything's going to start mm-hmm. going up, right? So the question is, 
And, and then they have to do that to adjust for inflation, to adjust for because, you know, and so everything goes up. And the problem, I think, is, is that we think, well, here we are, we're paying more for a drink. Why would I want a tip? But the problem is, is that that girl never, you know, got a raise or I'm assuming, you know what I mean? Oh, like, bullshit. Did they? Bullshit. Because remember, all these states, what did they vote for? Increasing minimum okay. wage, especially for waiters and waitresses and all that. We used to talk about all the, you know, how everybody at, uh, at the place we used to drink out in Phoenix. They were like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we voted for yes for that. Well, now look at look where it got you. Right. Well, your, your food menus got up. Everybody's t- like everybody's tipping less because now the consumer feels it all, right? right? Because you know, business owner, hey, rent goes up, food prices go up, inflation, yada yada, increase their prices. But it all trickles. Everything trickles down to the consumer, right? I didn't yeah. get a, I didn't get a ten percent raise to accumulate well, for all the inflation. Let's think about that. And, and, and when I meant that, so uh, some of the blame for the consumer. And uh, let me put it this way. So uh, we all know, right, when men, men, when we buy something, like, again, uh, you, you, you saw my bathroom. I have a, a bucket of shampoo and a bar of soap, and that's it, right? But you go to a girl's bathroom, and you're going to see oh my, oh, yeah. 30 different products, and you know what I mean? Like, and, and I think because men are, are like that, our products are cheaper, and women will say, well, no, it's because, you know, but I think it's because, it, it, it's because men are not... Uh, uh, that agreeable that the cost for the price of the product of men is is, is lower than that is for women and and the the people who make these products they know this right so they're not going to be able to you know uh it's true it's true all they have to do yeah. is give give a woman a sensation and they'll they'll buy your your goddamn product whereas men i think it, we're more practical when it comes to certain like for example why why do i need a a shampoo that is specifically for my feet or you know or so for my my feet one for my face and one for my ass you know what i mean like why it's just like but 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 again and that's why i think i there the consumer is to blame to a certain extent because maybe we should be less agreeable and not put up with that stuff what do you well, think, well, think about I, europe i mean europe got rid of the tipping system yeah. right because i well, think did about they like, ever have it right they but now did. i think about the price of what they what what they charge on a menu right now a, a cheeseburger, right? A basic cheeseburger cost sixteen bucks today, right? Sixteen bucks for a cheeseburger. That that's ridiculous, right? But then you got a tip on top of that, right? Because they serve you. But if you just charged the sixteen bucks and gave them their raise, you know, they're, they're, you know, it, it balances out, right? Because they're getting a wage. It's a profession, right? Here they say it's a profession, but if it's on the tipping scale, I don't know if that is. It's harder to make that a full time profession because if the tips stop coming in. You have to go get a different job. Yeah. In Europe, if if everybody goes out to eat, it's a livable job, but you don't get good <clears> service. The so, service is different. So here's why I think. See, before to me, it made sense. Why did it make sense? Because it forces people to be a little bit more pleasant, right? That that server, right, who is relying on you, <laughs> right? She she has to even if she's not feeling it that day. She has to be a decent human being and, you know, be attentive and get to your order. As a consumer, as a, you know, you love that, right? You're like, okay, yeah, perfect. Yeah, keep coming and ask me if I need anything, right? And, and I look at some of these videos of people, you know, uh, foreigners, whatever, and they come to America. And the, what, one of the things that they'll say is, this is very strange. Like, why did they, they keep coming to me and asking me if I need anything? At first, they're like, this is weird. But then they're like, they like it and they miss it. I, I always tell this story about my friend, uh, fr- friend from France who, when she moved out here, was the exchange student, and she was out here for four years. And she, one of the things I told her the last day when she was going back to France, 
I was like, what are you going to miss most about, the, about America? Right. And, you know, one of the things that she says, one of the things that was top up there was, was the customer service. She says, uh, cause she would go back to France or whatever. And she's like, and she realized the contrast and the difference. And so the reason I'm saying it no longer works, I think in the, in the day and age we live in is because of the entitlement mentality and the victimhood mentality of the, of this new generation and who doesn't want to work, who doesn't want to so, put the effort. Yet. Yeah. So I, I think what, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what you're saying is in the past, it was something that the person actually earned, whereas now it's something that the waitress actually or waiter expects. Have Expect, you seen yeah. some of the customer service lately? Yeah. Like oh, they yeah. barely, like, like even today, do come up. Why do you think? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yes. they don't even, they, they, like half of them don't smile anymore. They don't, they're not personable. Like if the place is personable, I give a better tip, right? Mm-hmm. Like if I go to certain restaurants and, you know, even like where we were this weekend, Right, they were all personable. I'm gonna give you a better tip. Right, you know what I mean. You know, granted, you got my drink wrong a couple of times and you left it on the thing, but that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll let it <laughs> oh, be. It was wow. a busy night. Drama. But, but you, you have a conversation with the person. Yeah. You know, like you're you're a tenant. You know, you go to a place where like they just basically throw the towel and say, "Clean yourself off." Basically, like I don't want to. Like, all right, I'm done with you. Like, you, it's just a number. You, you're just yeah. trying to turn it out. There's no customer service is going to shit in this country okay it, it, everywhere you go yeah, I, I, agree. I agree yeah I, go ahead I, I had a similar similar situation outside of food uh we yes. went to vegas a couple of weeks ago and as we're checking into the hotel this is a, a, a casino you know casino hotel strip well, it was in, in vegas, vegas. It, whatever it doesn't matter it's one of the the newer remodeled buildings right and we walk up to the counter yeah you need to check in it, zero personality from the the girl behind the yeah. counter zero yeah. And of course, it, you're, you know, you're checking in, there's slot machines, there's a casino, there's a sports bar right behind you, and it's noisy. And I can't hear what she's saying because of all the other noise. I'm like, wait, what, what do you need? And she, you know, she gives you that look like, listen, dumb fuck, you should know exactly what I'm looking yeah, for. I need you your credit card in your mind. ID. And I have my credit card in my ID. I forget exactly what she was asking. I, I couldn't even hear her, right? I'm just like, what? I think Heidi was sitting next to me. I think she heard and answered. But it was just, it was completely like, right. why are you being a cunt? This is your fucking well, job. Well, you are in the hospitality yeah. business. It, it just happened to us yesterday. We we go to the casino. Oh I have God. my bag with me, right? I'm taking my bag. I approach the, the guy. He sees I have a backpack, right? He has my drone, right? You know, he has mm-hmm. I love my drone. Yeah, that was a very <laughs> weird interaction. So the guy, he to your point, the same way. He looks at me and he's like. He was secure. You can't. You can't. So he, I, I get it. But, but no, why he, do you act? Yeah. As if I should know this. You work here. Yeah, zero sign saying right. no yeah. backpacks, no person. All right. Yeah, don't don't no approach me and, and and you do this all day, bro. I'm new. I'm just visiting. I don't know what you're so but the way that he responded to me was as if he had told me this a hundred times and here I am being annoying and right. ruining his this day. Is your, your well, 13th like the incline. visit and well, you've done like it. Like when we're going down the uh the, the incline thing, right? Yeah. You know, and she's oh, like, You gotta pay. We're like uh, what you know? Which want to give a call? Oh, and she geez. wouldn't even say, "Hey, cash." Like she just was silent. Right. Like, hey, I got ten bucks here. Yeah. Nope, exact change. I won't help. But she had this attitude. Like you should just right. know this and read. It was a tiny ass sign. You know, yeah. even at the top, the guy at the top kept pointing, just like, "Well, what?" You yeah. know, it yeah. says, yeah. "Where do we pay to get on?" Like, you don't want to get on, and then be like, you, you know, hop the run. There's a. There's no. There's this ex- expectation that the person who's never been there before. Is going to know exactly how to behave themselves right. in these situations. This is like, what do you, what do you? This is the first time I've ever been in this state, right? 
First well, time ever in the city, and the first time I've ever been in this building. And you expect me to know that I'm just supposed to get on your little trolley, go down the mountain, and pay at the bottom? Right. There's so no sign. To, to kind of to clarify, yeah. right? We're we're on top of this Mount Washington. Was yeah, it? Mount Washington. And there's this little inclinator that takes us down to the street level. We're like, oh, cool. We'll take the little trolley down. So we go into the booth. There's a building at the top where the the little trolley stops at, mm-hmm. and we walk in, and we're like, oh, it's two. We the sign says it's two fifty for a ride. We're like, great, two fifty, no problem. And we're looking around for, well, where do we buy tickets? Or tickets, whatever. yeah. And there's this guy in this booth, and he's just he's just pointing. We're like, yeah, and that's another thing. It's like there's no like it's not open. It's all it's a glass. He yeah. was like enclosed in. And he's right. like smacking on the glass, like dude, like I can't, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I can't read your mind, dude. Right, yeah, exactly. And then so finally, he, I think he ends up yelling through the glass, "You yeah. pay down," because yeah. we asked, "Well, where do we pay?" And he's like, "You pay down the bottom." I'm like, oh, okay. So we get in the little trolley and we take the little ride down, which was kind of cool. And we get to the bottom, and there's another lady inside of a glass box who has a she has a microphone and a little PA system, and she's just just how many people? Three. You just went down? Yeah. Like five minutes later, like we're waiting for an end. Seven fifty. Okay. And like they were, you know, we thought that was like one of those uh yeah okay where you tap and you know just do with your with your with your credit card and stuff or Apple Pay didn't work, and she's just staring at us. Like everybody in there, no, like there's a there was a little tiny ass sign in front of the window in front of her that said two fifty exact cash, and then it's like you have to just put it in this in this in this plastic container, yeah, look like a tip jar, and like I'm you normally when you deal with people, it's the exchange of money. You hand somebody money, they hand you money back, right? You know what I mean? And it's just like, what if you just had a twenty? Yeah, only got a twenty. Sorry, you got to give her a whole twenty. Like it's a scam. I would have right. walked out, like kiss my ass. Call right. the cops. Well, which is what exactly what happened. Like I, I, it was what it's gonna be what six seven fifty for us. I gave I put ten dollars, but it said like it was like very specific exact, exact change, and exact I'm like cash. exact cash. I'm like, what's gonna happen if I give more? Like, uh, oh, it goes in their pocket. More. It goes I, I in their pocket. Idea well, when they when they count that money, they keep the the leftover. Yeah. And the one thing is, is uh, I was reading the sign in the trolley. The whole thing is run by like a historical conservatory right. group, right? It's not company it's not a company it's not state-owned it's not city-owned it's not you know none of that it's it's basically a kind of like a self-running museum Mm -hmm. that keeps this thing working and so obviously these people at the top and the bottom i'm willing to bet they're most likely volunteers they're not getting paid for Uh, this and you know they're just coming in with an attitude of but still it's like you should be like like, excited like you're there even if you're not getting paid, you're willing to see, go there without getting paid. Okay, but go, go back to the tipping. See, this is why volunteer work, in my opinion, is is very hard. Like, it, uh, if there's no incentive, right? If it's just a feel good, you quickly people lose interest. You know what I mean? Like, or quickly, but but sure. if the incentive is there for you to get if she was paid, tipped out of that tip jar. Exactly. <laughs> if she was getting paid, or uh, and that's why I believe that the, this is where a good aspect of tipping. But I think tipping only works in a certain society uh, you know, okay so let me put it this way that has certain values so on the other end right think about the the waitress who is now interacting with cheap ass people who never want to fucking tip now because you got to look at it from, mm-hmm. from that standpoint too right it's not just the, the one-sided interaction right. there's a lot of patrons who go in and they're they're disgusting people and terrible people and they don't want to tip and as and as a and, and, and so now you're on that side and you're looking and so i think it's Again, it's progressively getting worse. 
because as new as this new generation of people are coming into the market, they're on both the giving in and the receiving yeah. end of this. So you're, you're speaking of the quality of the the customer as yeah. well, right? right? So a comedian was talking about how he goes out, he um, good rich guy, right? He makes good money as a comedian. He goes to expensive restaurants, right? He he'll go to a a steakhouse with him and four of his buddies or whatever, and they'll spend three four grand, and they're supposed to tip. 20% on three grand. That's six, that's $600. Yeah. Does the one waiter who, he, I mean, he did his job. He brought you the food. He got right. you your drinks, whatever. Does he deserve $600 an hour? Probably not. Where, right. that, where, where you up. have a waitress at the waffle house who's bringing you a $4 plate of ba- eggs right. and bacon. And you're going to tip her a dollar. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. It, it does, you know, because they. And she's on the working ten times harder than the than the guy right. at the steakhouse, right? right? And they right. deem it as well. If if you can afford three thousand dollar dinner, you can afford to give me six hundred dollars. But what did you really do for six hundred dollars? Nothing. Right. Like, it, it nobody be... really makes six hundred dollars in a, in well, an hour, not, not, right? You know what I mean? Unless you're really rich, right? right? And you're making in the stock market. But to sit there and say, "Hey, you you give me you got to give me six hundred bucks because that's just the the area." It's like time out. Time out, time out. You know what I mean? Like, it, yeah, and that kind of goes back to your your beginning conversation oh, don't pitch, don't of pitch about I, tipping tipping you. differently for food versus drink, right? Yeah. You you get a drink. How about a buck a drink, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, you made me a drink, or you popped the top off my drink, or whatever, right. and you handed it to me. Sure, uh, uh, sure, a dollar. Thank you, mm-hmm. right? Just to cover your your conscience. But if you get a twenty dollar drink, are you supposed to tip them? Four bucks, five right. bucks. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, like when you go no, to Vegas. That's... When you go to Vegas, right, and you get a Jack Jack and Soda, Kettle Club Soda. Where in most places, you know, in a normal bar, it's seven, seven to eight bucks, right? Which is still expensive, but still, you go to Vegas. Those drinks are fucking twenty seven dollars yeah. for a single. So now I'm supposed to give you twenty 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 five percent on something that's really a seven dollar drink? Like, stop it! Right, like, right. come on, man! Like. It, it is getting ridiculous because they they purposely put that little number on there so that when you see that you feel guilty if you give less. Oh yeah, and I stop giving a shit. I stop giving mm-hmm. a shit. Yeah, right. Because I'm like, it it depends. Like how like if I gotta wait. Okay, then if I'm if you expect that, then I want that service as soon as you see me. Give me a drink. If you see me at the bar and you don't and I gotta wait. Oh you yeah, know, that's well, not. Well, that's you, not I, I'll tell you the service. way the way that I approach it now, Tim and. To, and I think it's more balanced. I, I hope it is at least. <laughs> like I, you guys know me, I regular place. I like to regular place. I don't like to you know mm-hmm. visit and go to different places. But you know because I've been hanging out with you guys, we've gone and seen a few places. So the approach that I take now is if I'm never going to interact with you, I'm going to reward you based on how your service was. If you were you know what I mean like if you did a half ass job, my tip is going to be half ass. However, to places that I do regular. I try to be generous in my tipping just because I will keep going back. And some people don't like to listen to my music. And you know what I mean? Like, and I understand right. that I have to compensate for sometimes I play annoying music. And the, well, and the other well, you thing get you get when you, when you become the, uh, the regular, uh, yeah. they call it, right? The regular. Yeah. They start learning your habits. Like I remember yeah. when we were going to places in Phoenix, it got to the point where we would go to the same places and you would sit down and immediately you didn't, you, didn't, you didn't have to tell the bartender right. what you wanted. Cause she knew already. And she knew you didn't want the fruit, you know, you didn't want the lime or the lemon in your drink, and you didn't want the straw. Mm-hmm. And it would just, you would sit down, you would, you know, turn around, say hi to somebody, and when you turned around, your drink was sitting in front of you. Right. Yep. No, no fruit, no straw, and you're just going to drink it. And, right. and, that, and, that's, and that's, that's when you 
dip a little more because you're the regular, mm-hmm. right? But if you go to some place for the first time, they're not going to know any of that, right? right. The guy, the guy's going to be like, "What would you like?" And you're going to be like, "I oh, blah 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 blah." And he's going to bring you the straw, and he's going to bring you the the fruit, and you're going to throw it on the the bar and not mm-hmm. eat it, and you're not going to use the straw, right? But that that's the nice thing about the the being the regular and going to the same places. Over and if you do it right, sometimes you you give a little bit. More of a tip. <laughs> yes, yeah. you, you just gave him the tip. No, no, hey, you just gave him the tip. <laughs> so you messed up that joke because, I did, I did, because you could have just said that, you know, and sometimes you just tip. gave him the tip. So Tim had mentioned earlier with the the whole, you know, you walk in and you tap the thing and it even comes up on the screen and says, well, how much would you like to tip? 10%, 15, 20, 25, more, custom, whatever. Before we flew out, we uh, Heidi was driving me to the airport and it was noon. I was like, oh, I haven't eaten yet. And it's going to be, you know, three hours in the airport, four hours on the plane. I'm going to be starving by the time I get there. So I need to grab some food. So we stopped at Fat Burger on the way. So for those of you, no, not Fat Burger. I'm sorry. Five Guys. Yeah. So you walk into Five Guys and their food's a little pricey be, to begin with for what you're getting. But anyways, so I walk in <laughs> and Laura and Heidi were both with us. So we got three burgers, one fried to split because we're not none of us are real big fried people. And um, uh, Laura got a drink, but Heidi and I just got waters. And so walked in. It was like 50 bucks. Oh, yeah. It, it just ridiculous. Right. And and of course, you, you stick your card in the little scanner thing. And the first question it asks, would you like to tip 15, 20, 25 custom or no tip? I always hit zero. So let me ask you a question. In that time, did you get it to go or did you get it? We, we ate in. The so that, that was, I was, was going to bring this up. When you go to places and you get food to go, they still want you to tip. No, because I'm well, getting it to go. You're not serving me. Right. If you're well, serving me, you, get, let me, you let get Let me finish tip. my story. So I, I tap the thing and we go and sit down with, with the little tab and it says, you know, number 43 or whatever on it. The guy behind the counter says number forty three. I walk up. I get my own food. I get my own ketchup. I get my own. I get my own ketchup. I get my own napkins. Mm-hmm. Everything is outside of him. All he did is put it in a bag and put it on the yeah. counter and walked away. Why the hell would I tip you for that? Right. You didn't get me my drink. You didn't bring me my food. All you did was punch it into the computer. Right. And so why would I tip you? It's it's out of control. Everything is a tip now. Yeah. It's like no, I'm not going to tip just. For the fucking oh, team. and then do you want to round up to this uh, donation, charity? Donation. Do oh that? my god! Like, and you know how many people say yes because like, oh, it's only forty cents. Yeah. But that shit, forty cents yeah, on every right. transaction can add up real fast. Yeah, if you, yeah. you know, if you yeah. if you swipe your card a lot. Yeah, yeah everywhere course, now. They always ask you, would you like to donate to Jim Bob's, Billy Bob's uh, fund? No. I'm like, what is that? What does that even do? Is this supporting child molestation? I don't know what you're doing with that. You know, administrative yeah. fees, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I always get like uh, you know you know so the Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts or something. Right, if it's something that you yeah. may recognize, but yeah. I mean some of that stuff you've never heard of. Yeah, and what's you're like, and what's crazy is we are in the worst in like economical times of our lifetime. You know, 2008 wasn't shit. We because we didn't have this inflation where everything was through the roof. People lost their jobs and we hit recessions, but it was tight, but not like this. Like everything is just through the roof. And now it's like, oh, we're going to increase. Every time I go to some of these restaurants that we always used to go, I'm like, damn, I get one drink and, and a dinner, right? I get uh, chicken, uh, lemon pepper chicken, right? You know, with sauteed broccoli and mashed potatoes and one drink, $30. $30 before the tip, yeah, right? And now I'm like, shit, you know, all right, 25%, you know. Eight. But he's just like, oh, I didn't get a raise this year. You know what I mean? Like the cost of my living is going up. More than, you know, everybody, right? Because right? right. if you got a mortgage, a car, you know, 
home insurance went up. Well, property yeah. taxes oh went God. up. Car insurance went up. Everything's fucking electric bill went up. The water bill goes up. So all my bills go up. And I'm just, and so did theirs. But if I'm not, as a consumer, not getting a raise, I, how can I give you more that I don't have? You have like, to back. like people will say to me like, oh, well, you make a lot of money and just shut the fuck up and do it. Uh, yeah, okay. So I got to stop my spending habits to, so I can tip more. Wait a minute. How does that like, wait a minute here. Right. I can afford well, to still go out. Doesn't mean I have to give all my money into a tip. It, it's, it's a shitty thing that it sounds to say, but I work hard for my money too. Yeah. You know what I mean? To just hand it away for somebody to just. See, and that's the problem. Like how, uh, because it's not just, um, see, it's a, it's a bigger thing and everything's connected. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I understand you take that attitude. But then the people who are on the receiving the end of that are like, man, I deal with like the worst the shitty Absolutely. customers and they, they tip like shit. Right. So then you, you hear that aspect. Right. <clears throat> and so, again, and, and I, th I think it's because, you know, the economy is getting ruined and everything's skyrocketing. And to your point, nobody's getting raises, raises. And then it deteriorates the the incentive. Um, the incentive, but it also the what was there which was that pleasant interaction, even if it was fake, right? Like I, 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 my point is like, I always look at people and even if you're being nice and smiling fake, it still feels good. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but now because of the, this bad interaction with the customer and you know, the person on the other end, it's like, it's becoming so bad. And now it's just bad. It's just bad for society right. altogether. I mean, I give, I still give 25% every, almost everywhere I go just cause I just simple math for me, but it is starting to add up more and more, right? And you're just like, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like this same meal, like my haircut, right? Haircut. Every every time I go to get a haircut for the little hair I have, <laughs> it it started at 19. Now I'm paying thirty dollars every two weeks, right? But now your cost is going up, my cost is going up, but your tip is now affected. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. now I, I get forty out of the out of the ATM. You're getting a seven dollar tip at. 28, 27, I, I'm not, uh, you know, yeah. your 25 gets gets a little lower now because, and plus there's only taking 30, like fucking five minutes to do my hair. I remember, you know? I remember your, that scenario is exactly, I used to go to this little shop by the corner by my house and it was like $12 to get your hair cut. And of course my, my hair was super easy to cut, right? Just, they just buzz the sides and trip the top real quick and that's it. So I would go in and it, it was 20 bucks. I would just give her 20 bucks and I'd walk out the door, right? No, no receipt, no change, no nothing, right? So when it was $12 for the haircut, she was getting an $8 tip. Well, it was a, a corporate thing, and they raised the price to $13 for a haircut. I still dropped 20 bucks and left. <laughs> yeah, right? And I now she's making a dollar less yes, yeah. because the company's charging a dollar more. And yeah, I mean, it I mean, But you understand why they, they do it? Because the, to your point, the cost of everything yeah, is going well, up, but, right? I mean, yeah. every year, rent goes up, your insurance goes right, up. Insurance. So like, you, like, it has to trickle down. But unfortunately... At a certain point, that does trickle down to the, to the consumer and to the person providing that service because people are cutting back. People mm -hmm. cut back. Yeah. Sorry. They, like, they go, oh, I can still afford to get a haircut, but I'm not going to tip you as much. Yeah. Right? Right. You know, instead of complaining, you should be happy that you got a tip. Right? Like, that's how they feel. But it's like, you know, they got bills to pay. I got bills to pay. But at the end of the day, do you look out for everybody or do you look out for yourself? If I can't pay my bills, are they going to turn around and say, oh, by the way, you, you were such a great tipper. I'll give you some of that money back. No. Like, it sucks for you. You know what I mean? So everybody, it's a doggy dog world. It's just, you know, we go to work. We work for corporations that make millions of dollars. They don't always give you, if they made $3 million this year, do they give 
do they give you a $30,000 raise? They go, mm, you can only really, ah, you know, yeah, right. yeah, maybe we'll give you a 3000 and we'll, we'll see how your review goes by July, August. Maybe I can do something more for you. Mm. They just string you along. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it, uh, you know, yeah. and, and it's weird. And now I'm on this side of the fence, right? I, I, I'm on the other side where I got, a, I got people asking me, well, you know, I need a raise. And if you want to keep me, you got to pay me money. And I'm like, I get you. But like, I'm trying to figure out how to do that. And I started reading all the time. I'm like, oh, my God. They make it almost re- like impossible to give somebody a raise. Just on the requirements, you got to reach out to the HR person. They have to agree to it. Then you have, your bosses have to agree. Then it's got to go up the chain. And then you have to go up to like the fourth level. And they're like, no. And you're like, why? No. Okay. How do I tell my guys? And me being Mr. Mr. Transparent because I don't give a shit. If they tell me no, okay. Hey, what are we doing about the raise? Well, I emailed everybody. Nobody responded. That's how they feel. So maybe you need to go find a new job because if you're not valuable enough for them to respond to an email saying, hey, I want to give them a raise. What do you think? Well, then maybe well, maybe that's how they feel about you. Well, I think you're, as you the know, manager, I mean, you need to, you know, press what, it and say, listen. Right. No, no. That, but that, right. But if but I keep, it, if it, I keep raising point, it and nobody's responding, right. it's like at a certain point. You, like, you should at least get a response. And if the response is no, then you can at least say, I, I, I talked no. through the yeah. channels and, yeah. and the answer is no. And if you do feel like you need to leave. Right. No, but that, that's what I'm saying. I would just know. be like, well, I sent an email. Nobody responded well, after a day. That's, you know? that's you know what, what I mean? the impression when you said it, that's the impression I got where you're just like shirked it off. Like, yeah, I tried. But, no, no, right? no. no. I like, mean, I tried. No, you fight. You know, like you go through the channels. You know, I reached out to the HR person. I reached out to other people. And, you know, and it's just like, dude, it's been three weeks. Like someone's got to respond at this point. Right. right. And I'm going to ping you again. I'm going to ping you again. Every, yeah. You know, you give it a week. They don't respond. Yeah. Every two days, they get but, a reminder. But, but, if that doesn't work for another is, week, but, it's every day. But this <laughs> is what I'm noticing. When, it's, when you want to spend company money on new products, everybody wants to respond and have a say. But when it's talking about like increasing somebody's wealth, nobody ever wants to have that conversation. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Because it's like nobody I, wants to see anybody get ahead. You know, one, one, of, one of the lessons I learned in life late unfortunately is that is the you don't get what you don't ask for uh you know and 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 when i learned that i was like you know what that's so true and after that you know even if i you know even if i in my mind i'm like i don't i probably don't deserve it you know i'm I'm always oh yeah i hello and you got to make a case for yourself because you don't ask for it you don't get you don't get what you don't ask for in life and so absolutely absolutely I mean, you know, even when, you know, somebody, you go on a job and they go, oh, what are you, what are you looking for? Always go high. Always go, well, I can't really do it. And you say, oh, I'll still take the interview because sometimes you know what happens? You, if you interview very well, they'll, they'll, they'll even find, they'll even maybe come down. Mm-hmm. If you say, hey, I'm looking for a job that you know probably pays like 130, 140, like, you know what? I need 155 to me to come over. Mm-hmm. Ah, but if you go through the process, they might, they'll, might give you the highest, right? They might say, all right, cool. I know this job pays 140. I was going to maybe try to go 135. Mm-hmm. But you can get the highest at that high because you're, you're shooting high. You're like, oh, yeah, just uh, I'll that, take 120, right, just to be happy. That's very similar to what happened to me. Like, you, know, you, you were saying earlier when we were in the car, you were like, man, you, you're lucky you didn't get end up in Minnesota, right? And because when I, when I was looking for a job, what, five, four or five years ago? Back when you were still in Phoenix. When I was in Phoenix, <laughs> I, I, I held out because I wanted to stay in Phoenix. But then I, I was like, okay, well, let me see what's out, what else is out there, right? And so I, you know, I was interviewing, and I interviewed with you know, a certain company. 
And I was like, okay, cool. I told all my friends, hey guys, I'm going to Minnesota. I remember, I remember saying, telling people, yeah. hey guys, I'm going to Minnesota. And then like uh, two weeks before, three weeks before I left, I get a call from another company and they're like, hey, FYI. Uh, and I'm like, you know what? I'll just do the interview to your point. You know, you don't, you never know. And I, and I remember I, I approached that interview. I was like, you know what? Whatever. I already, I already have a secure job. So I was like a little bit more, more confident and more, you know, like being, asking for what I wanted. And I said, okay, cool. Uh, just up front with you guys. This is what I'm going to get paid over there. Uh, the only way that I would do that is if you guys meet that. And on top of that, you know, pay for my move. And they're like, okay, well, let me get back to you. <laughs> yeah. I get a call like the next day. It's done, done deal. And I was like, oh shit. I saved <laughs> I on the, went a I, higher. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but, but, but there I saved on the cost of, you know, because I was uh, to Minnesota, I would have had to pay for everything, you know. Whereas, you know, coming here, yeah, boom. It's kind of like a sign on bonus, right? Just, yeah. yeah. And, and it was well, great. I, and not, not to get too personal on this, but yeah. what, do you, what do you think it cost you to move? Because I know you left a lot of stuff behind yeah. in Phoenix when you left. You, you loaded yeah. up your truck and, and moved yeah. out here, right? With I didn't know. Like a bed and some No, furniture. no. My truck got shipped. I left my, 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 my truck at this guy's house. They paid for all of it. They paid for okay. getting my, uh, all, all the furniture and everything, even though they broke some shit, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, so no, they they paid for everything for the for the move, and even for like being out here and because <laughs> I I rented, uh, I'm sorry, I was in a hotel for two, close to three weeks. So all of that money, was, well, they covered the they hotel, covered the everything. Hotel. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. Was the there like a, a limit? Like they'd only do that for a month? That they give you a month? So I had place? a certain amount that I had to spend money, right? Okay. And so and so everything that was related to me finding a place here was included in that and so i obviously you know i mean because i'm not paying for it so i was like i went up to like the brim of what my limit was and so i but i took advantage of that or else you know if i would have been on a hot seat and, and said hey you know gotta you gotta find something real quick i probably wouldn't have been uh you know in a hotel for for that long i probably would have gone the first uh, you know apartment yeah, so there was people that when we at the other company we had when they all first came down from uh, San Francisco, and a lot of the employees migrated. A lot of them ha got stuck in that position where they only had like two weeks to find out where they wanted to live. So, you know, friends that we know, whatnot, people we know, you know, that's why they kind of bought a house where where they didn't want to be. You know what I mean? And there was other people that bought houses where in areas because they were forced to like they had to make a decision like fuck it, I'm just going to buy a house, right? Yeah. You know, it should come back, but they didn't get a chance to really explore the area, right? right? Because right. they had to get here and go. So it, it does make sense if you are going to come from another company that you do like you have to figure out where like you have to figure out if you like the area like yeah. this could have been a crap area. Hey, your company could have been a, in, a, in a real yeah. shit, shit. I got lucky. You know what I mean? The fact that your company's in a nice neighborhood. Yep. That yeah. is, the whole area surrounding Dude, is nice. And I didn't know. I, I, came, I moved out here blindly. guys. I hadn't I, we yeah. hadn't visited. I hadn't visited. I mean, we had visited Pennsylvania, but the East Coast, I had never been out here. The furthest what uh, in, in what Philly. was it? Phil no, no, but furthest uh, this part of north, north, what northeast, but not all the way to the coast. Um, we had gone to what Michigan, Michigan yeah. was probably like the yeah. furthest, I think we because what, yeah, what else? Michigan, Minnesota. But Minnesota's on the other side, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Michigan would be the. Yeah, I think Michigan was the furthest uh, up north, the uh, closest to Tor the Toronto area. Anyway, uh, I, you know, and I came out here blindly, and you guys now have, you know, I I like the, it's a beautiful neighbor. It's safe. I mean, I 
I don't worry. And I like, again, you guys know how far now it is from, from Pittsburgh. It's, you know what I mean? Like it's far enough to where you don't get that city. Yeah, It's, it's an easy drive. Right. It's an easy drive. It's not out of the way. It, this is the it's like a drive to Scottsdale. Yeah, for you. Th- th- this is yeah. the equivalent. Like, this, like to me, this this is the equivalent of living in like fucking Glendale or Surprise. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Just outside, you know, the city. You're thirty minutes from downtown. You know, but you don't live in this area thinking about downtown. No, you live in a suburban area. Has Everything's everything. here. Yeah, you, there, you don't need to go downtown for anything. Right. Like, you're not missing out on anything unless you want to go. The only times I go is if, you know, either going on a date or, go, you know, yeah. just showing friends around or stuff like that. I don't. Yeah, I, I really have no. Oh, for work. And what's the city vibe in Pittsburgh really like anyway, right? Outside of sports games, right? Is it really jumping off all the time? Is it like you really want to oh, be I'm, down here? Oh, no, I'm sure that they, they, you know, they have that. But, but I'm, I'm too. I'm, I'm right, grown like, from that I shit. I don't. Like, I just don't think about like wanting to go to a club in the middle of like. Or a bar in the middle of Pittsburgh, you know, in January when it's like, oh, like yeah. negative twenty yeah. degrees out, where I can just take take an Uber or something like that, yeah. and go right around the block to a yeah. bar, you know. Exactly, exactly, and that's I think that's. But I've always, even when Arizona I was like that. I, I, I mean, I after a certain age, I was like, you would. I mean, we have had this conversation many times. When me and Tim started hanging out, it was like he wanted to go out to all these different places, and I was like, "No, bro, we're we're gonna oh, go yeah. here." <laughs> like again, yeah. Tim's like, "Let's go to Scottsdale." I'm like, "No, no I'm, I'm gonna not go driving. Right I just, I, yeah. I'm not driving thirty miles to drink and then yeah, drive but back." I mean, but those, but those, those, those places are you know the dive bars are fun, but it does get old after a while. Yeah. It, it just it's just you know you're sitting, you, you you're beco- you're becoming a permanent fixture in a you know. All right, I I, oh, I, I, wow. I wanted to mention something to oh, wow. Jeremy. Uh, so I during you know during COVID and all that bullshit, right? It was it's hard to get an Uber now, but but even at that time, it was like even worse. So me, uh, you know, being in a desperate situation where I needed to go socialize, I said, okay, well, it it the the cost of paying for an Uber at a higher price is worth it for me and my sanity. So I was willing to do that. And knowing that, okay, hey, guess what? The the driver is going to get a, a portion of this, uh, of this, uh, you know, price increase, right? So one day, uh, you know, uh, uh, the the guy he had his uh, on, you know, we were we we got to talking, and I said, you know what? Uh, and I told I was being frank with him. I I'm I'm willing to pay the the forty bucks that I'm paying just to go out tonight. And he's like, wait, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, the forty bucks. And he's like, you're paying forty dollars for this, right? And and I said, yes. And he's like, look, I shouldn't be doing this, but I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna be honest with you. He said, because I guess they they don't they don't want them to share, right? Because right, yeah. they, they don't benefit. Yeah. So he shows me on his phone, dude, how much he was getting paid for that ride. He was getting paid twelve dollars. Yep. They were charging me forty dollars. I was so angry, and I'm like, oh my god, that's that is wrong, Jeremy. Well, okay, so forty dollars, and he's getting twelve. And on top of right, that, now, there's, now there's in order to infrastructure behind all of this that does need to be paid for, right? Uber's writing apps, Uber's running servers, Uber's renting data center space, right? There's there's a lot of money being spent on the back end to connect you to that driver. Now, is it is it twenty eight now dollar per ride? No, I don't expensive? think so. I don't know, but we we do have to keep in mind. That there is, Uber Look, has a, a financial be, responsibility he, involved in that transaction. Right, but here's the deal: if he's seeing forty dollars on his phone, but the driver only sees twelve, that's a thirty dollar fee that they're getting screwed on because of the fact that it used to be 
80%. Like drivers got 80%, Uber kept 20. Then they moved it down to 70. So now if you're not telling the, if you're giving the driver the basic price, which should cost 12 bucks, but to me, you're not getting paid the service. I would fee. say to me, if, if it was 50-50, okay. I, I'm with you, with you right. Jimmy, but I, it, that's I just, not 50-50. I, I'm, not, I'm not justifying those particular values. It I'm sounds just like you are. we need to keep in mind I think it's that wrong. there is a significant I, investment on I, the back end. I agree with you. Okay. Uh, but it's not it's not him getting screwed over like that. To me, the, the driver is getting screwed. Well, is he getting screwed? Or did he enter into a voluntary agreement with true but you but, and Uber we, to do it for twelve but but if there was transparency, if Uber told me this is how much the driver is going to get and this is how much Uber's yes, there should be that transparency. But it well, it wouldn't benefit them to right. to have that transparency because it would piss me off. If I, because I'm thinking the driver, thank you for coming out and picking me up. You know why you you know why it wouldn't work? You know, I mean, you know why Say it. it wouldn't work for them for Uber to do that? It, yeah, Be- because you go look at a taxi and go, well, I know that taxi guy. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to get more of that money than his company because probably he not. owns his medallion. I think taxis are probably even worse. Uh, maybe right, but but right. It, just you because don't know the just because taxi is, taxis do do it bad doesn't mean that 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 justifies Uber doing it bad. So th- again, look, I I. If there was that transparent, what is, I, I understand the reason why they don't want to be transparent because then it pisses off the consumer, right? It, pisses, it would piss me well, off. And one of the problems you run into is if you, let's say you were a not so well, whatever. Uh, Shady. You, you, you do a trip and Uber says, this is going to be a $40 trip. And they tell you your driver is going to get $12 out of that. They're going to be like, well, no, I only want to pay $12 because that's all it costs. That's all it costs Uber to do is $12. So I'm not going to pay $40. So you're opening up a window of people complaining and bitching and whatever. Sure. And that would drive that transparency. And that would drive a change. And that would drive a change. Uh, um, See, again. To what? Uber shutting down because people don't want to pay Uber for their back end on on what they're spending Uh, millions of dollars a year on? Yes. It's a, a, to me, having that transparency is a good thing. The transparency to me, it, 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 the lack of transparency, transparency is good, Jeremy. You're saying that uh, Uber's uh, business model doesn't work unless they hide that from the consumer. It's wrong. No, I, I don't think I'm it, not saying it doesn't work if you if you hide it. Yes, I'm you're, you're saying, saying the consumer produces, wouldn't be willing to pay the price. No, no, there, there would be a lot of people that would. And what's wrong with that? Well, it's the same thing if, if you go into a grocery store or whatever and you buy a bag of chips yeah right the grocery store is making four percent off of that sale okay right something small but do you think frito-lay should slap on the front of the bag that says well frito-lay is going to be making three dollars on this transaction and the store is going to be making 43 cents it's not a a wholesale it's not a bad idea okay (laughs) i don't know i don't know you would have to do that for every industry and guess what now you know no. you know who say you know who winds up creating. I, I'm that? not saying that they they be forced to do it. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying government come to do it. Right. Like nobody's gonna do it on their own. Exactly. Without government saying you have to do right, it. Right. Right. But but that's what I'm saying is I I'm not I'm not asking for government to come in and step in. They're gonna fuck it up. Right. Well, you want transparency. I but, want transparency. And I understand that transparency can be a good thing. And to tell you the truth, I'm willing to bet that if you go on to the internet and research it, you would be able to find that information mm-hmm. right i i don't know if they're hiding it i don't I'm not a big well they're not guy. that's what i'm saying uh, maybe they're not hiding but they're not transparent about it 
transparency to me would be i would see it on the on the thing how much the the driver is getting and how much uber is getting well then i guess the question then becomes well if if you're so is that during the ride or before the ride before the ride so you say all right the driver's going to get twelve dollars out of my forty dollar thing he shows up and you say hey I know you're getting 12 bucks for this. How about I give you 15 and we uh, we kick Uber out of this deal? And that turns off his Uber app. And that's what's been happening. Right. Well, so then it's a very bad thing for Uber. Yeah, because they're not transparent. Look, it, 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 but it, if they're transparent, they're going to go out of business in, in this scenario, right? Uh, uh, look, uh, uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they, they are forced to become right. more efficient. So, maybe, maybe it forces people to be more, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe they're bloated in overhead shit that they're paying. I don't know. It it would force. Why why did why was Elon Musk able to come in to Twitter and get rid of uh, uh you know why? Because they got rid of all that fucking nonsense jobs yeah, of right. DEI and all that shit. And to me, I guarantee you, a lot of that money is being spent in that nonsense. And to me, if you cut that shit out, I guarantee you, could, the, the, you uh, the, right, the price of everything would come down. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's a whole that's a whole nother and you thing. Know, about all you know all the crap that companies waste their money on right because you could say all right hey uber why is your operating expenses so high well we got all these departments pissing money away because they're over budget and nobody's really what because when most companies say hey we got to cut it you know we got to figure out how to get you know we have to pull things back and start budgeting correctly and everything because people when things are good nobody's paying attention to your operating expenses it's not until things are bad right. people don't a lot of corporations don't do finance correctly because most of the time they don't give a shit. Right. They don't care. Well, people work in a certain way. It's like, oh, this department, how many times do you come in? Well, this group is going to get all this money and they got car blanche to spend all this money because we got a cloud initiative and that's the most important thing and we're going to spend all this money on the cloud. And they go spend a shitload of money on things that they don't even complete. Like when cyber, like when security was a big thing, how much, they, they got all this money and every tool in the world. And you know what they did? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't fully implement it correctly. You know, oh. and, and and all these companies are the same. The Ubers of the world, the Lyfts, you know, tipping restaurants. Nobody ever, ever pays attention to it. You know what I mean? And the people that not they never do, but like they let it get. You so say far. only in bad times is when they. Yeah, they care it. more about it in bad times because I mean, that's how we all are. I mean, really. right? You know, when things are great, you piss some money away. Oh, I got it. I got a cleaner. I got this. I got this. Oh shit! I got little. Oh shit! I got to cut this expense, that expense, this expense. I got to start doing all this again on my own. Mm -hmm. Oh shit! Like, damn, this sucks. Well, that's but... a good thing, right? I mean, I, I, again, that would should be. <clears throat> yeah. You know, you had you had mentioned earlier about not wanting to get the government involved in it. Mm -hmm. I saw an interesting video the other day about the Motion Picture Association. You know how they rate movies? Yeah. The rating. The Motion Picture Association was actually developed by the studios and stuff because they didn't want. The government uh -huh. coming in to regulate. and regulating them. They're like, you know what? We'll do it ourselves. Yeah. And, and don't get me wrong, that that rating system is very corruptible. Yeah. But they're doing it, and it's not government related at all, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the actual people right. that are making the movies that are saying, yeah, this contains a couple of f bombs and some nudity, so we're gonna give it an R versus a PG thirteen versus a G versus a and so i thought that was kind of interesting right it can be done mm -hmm. the the government does not need to get involved in everything and regulate they don't <laughs> they don't need to be involved in 99 percent of the things it's right, just yeah. they get involved right. right and so i guess the question is well because I, is what happens better is for the in let's just say environment like let's, let's say social media right if all the social media companies got together and decided that they were going to 
govern f- free speech or uh, was it fake news? Well, not but why, news, but why but, do you um, need a license to sell alcohol? Like, why? Like, Jesus, no, 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 I bring it because we talked about this, right? Because we're, we're talking about tipping, right? But if you want to keep the, again, if you want to keep, you can bring costs down. Well, okay, why do I need a government issued license to sell liquor, right? I need, yeah. a, I need a class C, a class six, right? But you have to pay a license to do all this. Yeah. But if I buy, if I have a business and I sell a product and I sell alcohol, and I'm following the guidelines of no underage minors, none of this. And you report, you know, who gives a shit? Why do the I government need, does? Right? Because but they what, don't. What want, are they getting at? They don't want you saying I sold a hundred dollars worth of, of beer today when you actually sold two hundred, and you're not paying them their their. Taxes. Yeah, but a license does all it is. No, no, but when a they license, decide to tax something, they regulate the hell oh, out of I it. I get it. They but, want to make but sure having they a are license their to money. do that. If a barber, like a, every barber in you know Arizona, New York, you have to get your license to cut hair if i went to school and i have a business cutting hair and i carry insurance why the hell do I, i'm paying all this already to cover myself yeah, makes no wait sense. like you giving me a license yeah. doesn't cutting? make it anybody because you're just saying yeah. okay can you uh right. can you can you the, give me some money to for this like oh you're hot okay you're like and even the argument of oh well we don't want them selling to minors well that's already illegal right you don't need you know what i mean like right. you know a no, license it's, it's doesn't tax. solve that it's they want to know i i don't know how much you guys know about uh but like Shipping alcohol, there's some places, some states, right? You have to ship it to this one location. Yes. And then this private company distributes it within the state. And if you're not in the good graces of this company, you'll never be able to ship your alcohol. Yep. If you if you start your own wow. distillery yeah, oh, or shady. whatever. But, but again, because government got involved and people pay politicians off, they don't yeah. fix the problem. Was and, that the McCain? Yeah, with um, Hensley. John, is that her name? His wife? Yeah, the he- Hensley. Her, yeah, Hensley. yeah. His his he married into this family that that was their thing in Arizona. They were responsible for, and it was just like, why are we doing this? This is stupid. I can buy a car Corruption. on the internet now. Why can't yeah. I buy? You can't buy a cigar. Like there's so many things you can't buy yeah. online. I was hearing somebody. I was hearing. I was hearing uh, the, talking. Have a conversation with, with a girl. Ask the face who uh, who wanted to uh, buy a, a company. Just because she wanted the the liquor license, yeah. oh yeah. So oh, because yeah. it was cheaper to to do that than to actually mm-hmm. try to go and 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 get approved to get a liquor license yeah. to get a new one, a new one. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of like Arizona. Um, I don't think they issue them anymore. I don't think they do either. So there's there's like different classes. I think they're classes. I right? like class one, class two. Uh, we knew somebody bought a bar. It had I, I think it was a don't get me don't hold me to these numbers, but I think it was a class six license. Yeah, class six is everything. Yeah, it was everything, right? Apparently, they don't give them out anymore. So if you want it, so Class 6 allows you to serve it as a like a bar. But if someone came in and said, yeah, I want a six-pack of Corona Light, they can pay for it and walk out the door. Also, the Class 6 allows you to have liquor because a class... There's other classes that allow that, too. But the Class 6, like you said, was the everything. And so they bought this bar. And when they bought the bar, like the building and everything... The liquor license was worth more yeah. than everything else. Isn't that ridiculous? Because they they don't they don't give them yeah. anymore, and you can basically sell just the liquor license and make a fortune. It's bullshit. Sanity. It's bullshit. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, government gets involved in everything. They can't do it correctly. They they will always get there. You can say, okay, you have a liquor board. Okay, great. If I'm buying alcohol from a distributor, right? You can say the the only rule you have to have you have to buy from one of five distributors, right? Mm-hmm. So that we it can be we can see what's going on so that you pay the right taxes. 
right? Not that I agree with taxes, but okay, done. That's your regulation. Okay, we just want to know that you're paying, but what, uh, you're paying your sales tax. But even that, I, I don't believe in a lot of that, right? Because yeah. everything's a tax. Everything, everything is taxed like twenty times. The big old, it's the, a the government's Ponzi the biggest, scheme. biggest mafia. Uh, I fucking hate. So it. You, you, no matter what, you can never solve a problem. And even with the tipping thing, you know why it's better? Like to his point in that video, it's better to pay cash. You know why? Tipping cash. You know that it's going. It's going to that person, and they don't. They don't have to record it. Yeah, like yeah. Bar- bartenders love that. Like every time I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm like, they rather I've, have. I've heard. Well, so with the bartenders, right? There's the the bar backs. Yeah, and so they have to out. like split. Yeah, so like ten percent of their tips or whatever you need to go to the bar backs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've heard of the the owners of the company are like, I get ten percent of your tips. Yes. Too. Yes, that's so like that. it's wow. not not only is it the people that actually are doing yeah. work for the wow. consumer, it's the people that own the building that are getting some of that too. You're that's just like terrible. Yeah, and well, well, like the video said, Walmart asking for tips at the self checkout. Are you kidding me? But you know how many right. idiots will do that? And it, they do, and it's. But you to the point. I don't want to be a bad person for not tipping. Right, right. right. There's a stigma to the not tipping. Guilty and conscience. To, to the guy's point, I, I I've lost that stigma. If yeah. I don't want a tip, I don't tip. I have no I, problem hitting that no tip button. Yeah, I don't care anymore. It's just out of control. I, I think, and I, I'm not going to change the subject. We, we're going to close it out. But it's very similar to that that whole, like, who pays on dating type of thing, right? Because the world is changing. And now, hey, if we have all this equality, then maybe you should, we should. No, no, you have to court. No, no, exactly. You know what I mean? Anyway, <laughs> and that's, that's a different topic. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to leave it there. Thank you for joining us on another episode of The Salty Show. We were, uh, everybody's here today. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, give us a follow, uh, find us on the social media platforms, give us a follow, hit the like button and share some of the content and we will catch you next time. Bye. See ya. Later. Tip your waitresses, tip your bartenders. Just a tip. Throw dollars in the air. Or don't. <laughs> Smack that ass. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Salty Show. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs>